Okay, so today is Daftalit in Sukkah. We are starting uh, by in the middle of Daftalit, Amad Aleph. There are two pictures of a Sukkah. We're starting at the line that's above the upper Sukkah picture. Okay, So if you have a Sukkah taller than 20 Amas. So the Gemara now is going to talk about cases of a Sukkah where it's either too high or too short. And what happens if you create, artificially you create um, 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 a way to make it the uh, proper size. Does it work? So first, first example. It was taller than 20 amas. And you put a platform in. So you put a platform in. So now the area above the platform is less than 20 amas. Does it work? So where do you put this? So look at the, if you look at the top picture in your, in your Gemara. It covers the entire middle wall of the three walls. And the and it has the minimum area for a sukkah. So meaning it has your dalit al dalit according to one sheet or your seven tvachim according to the other sheet. Ksheir, it's going to be kosher. Why? Because here it has a um, it has all three walls, right? Because if you look at your picture, it's a three walled sukkah. It doesn't the, your sukkah doesn't cover the whole area of the walls. It goes until the end of the itzdava. That area has the minimum shear and it has less than twenty amas. According again, according to the Tanakamana Mishnah. Uminatzad. What happens if you did it this way in the second picture? So in the second picture, there you only have two walls. So if you built it from the side, if there's from the edge of the platform until the other wall, four amas psula, it's going to be possible. But if there's less than dalin amas, so meaning the area from where that platform ends in your picture till the other wall that it's not touching is less than dalin amas, then it's going to be good. But if there's more than dalin amas, it's going to be no good. Okay. My- what? You have to sit on the platform? Uh, that, you, yeah, yeah, you have to, you can only eat on the area of the platform. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My Kamash Milan, what's the, what's the, what's the here? That we say the concept of a bent wall, Tanina, but we already learned this concept in, another, in our Mishnah, in, in a different Mishnah. The Mishnah says, If you have a house where the roof has a hole in it, and you put schach over the hole, if there's a distance of four amas from the wall to the schach, Psula, it's going to be possible. But if there's less than a kshera. Why? Because here's the, <coughs> excuse me, here's the house that you have, okay? So you have the walls of the house, and then you have your roof, okay? So if there's a hole in the roof, and you want to put schach in, over that hole, you have to have less than four amas from where the hole ends, meaning in your schach is, to these walls. Why? You treat the part of the roof that doesn't have schach on it as a bent wall, but you can't say indefinitely bent wall. You have to have up to four amas for it to be a daif akuma. So the Gemara says, but I already know that halacha, so why am I teaching it again? So the Gemara says, Ma'adatayma, you already said, In the Mishnah's case, where we say the halacha of a daif akuma, because each of the walls of the house is really fit to be used as a sukkah wall. Because really, the house has the measurements of being less than 20 amas, 20 amas high. So really, if the hole was bigger... The schach could, could cover that part of the wall. Any part, the schach could be anywhere. In other words, your sukkah could be anywhere within the house. Wherever the hole fell, your sukkah could be. But but over here, the the third wall is not right to be used as a sukkah. Why not? Because that area is more than twenty amas. So maybe you don't say doifen akuma. Where if if there was schach there, you couldn't sit there anyway because it's it's it doesn't have the right shear. I might say that. So Kamash Malan, that Daifan Akuma applies even in that case. So therefore, you, you, you say that Daifan Akuma, you treat it as a Daifan Akuma, and then you just sit under the area where the Schach is, and it's a good sukkah. 
How you said Kavod Miyasman? I think that it's less than four, less than four ounces. What? That being that it's less than four ounces to the wall. It's got to be less than four ounces to the wall. Yeah, yeah, it's less than four ounces to the wall. From where the... The hole is, that's all. Not the hole, the, the platform, the platform. Oh. Platform right. from where the area where it's less than 20 amas to the wall that it's not touching has to be less than four amas, yeah, because that's the extent that you could say the, the roof over it, right? You need three walls, so you got to somehow pull in that third wall that you're not touching. How do you pull it in if the area where your schach ends, where your kosher sukkah ends, and that wall is less than four amas, then you can be able to pull it in based on using daifin akuma uh, um, um, logic. Now, what happens if your sukkah is taller than 20 amas? And you put a platform in the middle. So completely in the middle. You don't have a picture of this. Then it's going to be puzzle. If there's from the edge of the platform until the wall, a distance of four amas, it's puzzle. But it's the, it's the same as the last case. So Gemara says, what do you think Gemara is going to say? Very simple. Two, thank you, Shlema. Two daifan akumas. Who says you say two daifan akumas? Right, one daifan akuma. You say madatem daifan akuma merachasat meruachachasamina. A daifan akuma in one direction that maybe you say, but avokol ruach v'ruach. But a daifan akuma in every direction. Who says that applies? Come on, Shvulon. So therefore, the uh, the Gemara um, is teaching you that you could say daifan akuma literally in all in in all directions. Okay, and that's. Picture, I guess it's picture mem vav, right? Yeah, that's picture mem vav, um, where you have the house similar to the house. Oh, it's picture mem ches. I'm sorry, picture mem ches. Okay, so you're only going to sit on that on that little stool, that little protrusion over there. Okay, next case. So here we're going the other way. It's not too tall. It's too short. So you have it's it's less than ten tefachim the sukkah, but v'chakak ba you dug a pit k'dei lashlim alasara. So you dug a pit now in order to make it, picture uh, nun, nun. You dug a pit now to make it a good sukkah, and you want to sit in the pit, right? So, if there's three tfachim from the edge of the pit until the sukkah wall, it's possible. But if there's less than three tfachim, it's going to be kosher. Because here we're not using the concept of doifin akuma, here we're using the concept of lavud, right? So in order for lavud to work, what does lavud say? Lavud says that when... There's an area less than three tzvachim, you can pull it to yourself. So you can treat the walls that as if they extend to your pit, if there's less than three tzvachim there. Love it only works by three tzvachim. So we're saying now that, so in fact, the Gemara, I understand. Why, when we're talking about Daifin Akuma, we said up to Dalar Amas is okay. And over here, when we're talking about Lavud, we say three tzvachim and not more than three tzvachim. Why don't we use the same measurements for both? Sigmar so says, because there's a difference. Hasam there's already a good wall, just it's over 20 amas tall, So therefore, it's enough if it's just less than four amas, because you already have a good wall in place. Here, you don't have a wall to begin with. You have a wall that's less than 10 tfachim. That's not a valid wall. It's not a kosher wall. You're, you're trying to create a wall from scratch. So to create a kosher wall, we're more machmir. We don't allow you to be a little bit more liberal with the shiurim. We say, right? And misfara, you could understand that when you have a legal wall, so somebody looking at it can understand, I see a clearly a legal wall when I look at it. So I understand I, I, if I spread a little bit further away, it still appears 
to an onlooker like it's a legal wall, right? Because even though it's further away. But when you're dealing with a minimal wall, it doesn't look like a kasha wall. You don't know that you're looking at a wall. We're talking about something that's less than 10 tzvachim. Fine. So you don't even know you're looking at a wall. So there, it has to be closer for it to appear like it's part of your sukkah. If the sukkah was taller than 20 amas, and somebody put in it a pillar that's 10 tfachim tall, so the yesh by hechstra sukkah, and it has the minimum area for sukkah, so Abayi thought to say, do good asik, meaning extend the pillar all the way up. And if you look at picture non base, that's exactly what we're talking about. Pillar, not the, not the whole sukkah. Not the whole sukkah. Not the whole sukkah. Yeah, right. right, but if you look at picture Nun Beis, he shows you, and um, we're in the Hoyt Vahada when I'm referring to the pictures in the Hoyt Vahada. Picture Nun Beis is going straight up. Um, so, so, Amalei Rav, Abina Mechitzas Hanikairis, Vileka. You need at least some noticeable walls for the sukkah, and you have none over here. In other words, that when it comes to a sukkah, you can't have theoretical walls. Now, it's interesting that we don't say this. You know, in a lot of other cases, when we did Erevin and we're talking about Gorosik, we don't say you need real walls. Rava is saying, he brings down here from a lot of Rishonim say, that Rava is saying it's a special thing by Sukkah, you can't just have imaginary walls. You've got to have a real, a real physical, physical walls to, um, to allow you to sit in the Sukkah. And again, I guess that goes back to, that goes back to um, uh, the Machalikas that we had about it has to provide shade and you have to know you're sitting in the Sukkah, like, there's got to be more, you can't just rely on your, right, you can't rely on technical halachas and imagination. You got it right. There's got to be some physical structure there to, so that you know you're in a sukkah. Okay, Tana Rabbanon. So, Na'atz Arbar Kundesim Chagavan. He drove four poles into the roof of a house. Look at picture on Gimel. And Vesika Chagavan. And then he put, uh, he put Schach um, over it. If Yaakov says it's okay, but Chum Paisan Chum says it's no good. Amrifuna Machloikis Lasvas Agad. The Machloikis is where the poles are on the edge of the house. The Rebbe Yaakov says, I mean, good Asik Mechitza. He says that make good Asik. Right? I, me- I remember now when we said good Asik. We said good Asik when you have the guys in the midbar that are trying to make a, a, a um, partition around them so they can carry where their belongings are, right? The, shay- the Shayara. That's what we said. You put poles in the ground, less than three something, three twachim apart, and then you can say gorasik that 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 it's that it's um, that it's uh, the right the right share. Or you also had um, he doesn't make a full wall, but he puts these ropes going around, and they're less than whatever shear between them. And again, you say gorasik, right? So now the Rav Yaakov says, "Amino gorasik mechitza." So Yaakov says that you you treat the rest of the walls as if they're being pulled up from the house. So, because the the walls of the the walls of the house basically, you're just extending further up to be your sukkah. It's not lovid though, because lovid only works up to three tvachim. So there are imaginary walls. Over there. there are imaginary walls over here, right? Um, right. Then Rashi points that out. We don't say here that you can't use gorasik. Um, um, that's correct. We don't say that we don't say gorasik over here. Um, why? Because when you are standing on the roof, there's no walls, right? Yeah, in a chanami, from the floor, from the ground, you could see the walls going all the way up. But when you're actually sitting in the sukkah, you don't see any walls; you just see ground. But if the poles were in the middle, and there, if you look at picture on Dalid, you'll see 
Everyone agrees it's going to be puzzle because there, there's no walls to, bed, to piggyback off of. Okay? Now, I, I would tell you that there is a difference between this case and the previous case. In the previous case, where Rav said it's no good, you don't have any kosher walls. That pillar that you erected is not, does not have necessarily have kosher walls to it. Whereas here, you have a full house walls that you can continue to go straight up to house walls, are good walls. So that could be a nafkamina. But Nachman said, No, they're actually arguing where it's in the middle of the room. So, because Rabbi Yaakov looks at the poles as the sukkah walls, and each pole is going to be thick enough that it could be two walls. Okay, one tafach wall north-south, and one tafach wall east-west. We're actually going to get into that. The Pase Biroyus, Eddie, that you like. We'll talk about that in a minute. So they ask. Because Nachman didn't say, according to Nachman, okay, what's going to be the halach if it's at the edge? Is there a machlokes there too? So Yibayilu, Emzagad Machlokes, Avol Alsfatzagad Divrei Kol Kshera, Oydilma Bemzu Bemzu Machlokes. So according to Nachman, how do you understand? Are they arguing in picture Nun Gimel and Nun Dalit, or just in Nun Dalit, Nun Gimel? Everyone agrees it's good. So because there again, you're using, you're piggybacking off of a real wall, good wall. Mar says Teiku Meisrei. So the Gemara now is going back and asking on Refuna, who explained that the Machlokes is where the poles are at the edge, but in the middle, everyone agrees that it's possible. So Mesfei, they want to try to slug them up from a bryce. So the bryce says, Not sabar Somebody put four poles into the ground, and then puts chach across them. That's picture nun hay. So you literally have a chuppah. Right? Imagine a chuppah with chach on it. Rabbi Yaakov ma'akshu, v'chum em'paislam. Ay, v'ha'eres t'chemsa g'agdami, v'chum ma'akshu Rabbi Yaakov. Right? So what do you see over here? You see that it's just like the case of in the middle of the roof. There's no existing walls there to piggyback off of. And nevertheless, if Yaakov says that over there, it's okay. So why are you telling me everyone agrees it's going to be possible? Okay. What can we say that uh, Ravuna... So, Viyoy, Ravuna says, furthermore, the fact that this second Bryson mentions only the pole stuck in the ground, and it's Mashba that in the first Bryson, it's only when the poles are in the middle of the ground that they're, that they're, that they're having a Machlekes. Everyone's going to agree it's kosher. So let's say it's a shlug up to Rev, to Rev Huna two ways. Right? That that's only the case to argue. And they're not arguing. Rev Huna said, this case, everyone agrees, they're possible. We're going to say, this case, it's, it, it's a machlokes. And the other case, Rev Huna said, where they're arguing, we're going to say, no, not only that, everyone's going to agree, it's definitely good. So Rev Huna could say to you, that the first part is really not a shlug up. Why? Because pligi bam sagad. Really, they're arguing where the poles are in the middle. Hu adin al and the same halacha is also at the edge. In other words, he would say that they're arguing really in both cases. This that they argue in the second b'raisa only where it's in the middle is, is not saying that they're not arguing in the other case, but right? So the way he's going to come back is Rebun is going to come back, he's going to change what he said slightly, and he's going to say not that there's no machloikas in the middle. There's machloikas both in the middle and at the end. I, if there's machlokes in the middle at the end, then why is the second b'raisa only teaching you the middle? Why is it mentioning the middle? To teach you the kayach of Rabbi Yaakov, that even where it's in the middle, he still holds that it's kosher. So that's why you have it, uh, the, the machlokes brought down to, uh, twice. Tanah Rabbanon, not sabar kundisin, baris v'sikei chagabon. So somebody has four poles in the ground and he puts chach across them. Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov says, Royan kol she'ilu yechakaku. We see if the poles are thick enough. So here, you don't actually... Look at picture Nun Vav. It's interesting. You don't actually split them, but you look, if it's thick enough, 
that if you split it, if you split the poles, you could have one tafach north-south and one tafach east-west. Basically, you could create the Pasei Virois that, 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 that we learned about, okay? Which is, they're called the Yoy, the Yoymud, which is the Yoy um Amudin, two posts, right? The double posts, basically. So if it's, and, and the art school has a picture and you have the picture in your book, but basically, if there's enough of a tafach that you could split this guy and have it, have it become a double post, then it's good. So, you treat it as a double post, and so now you're going to have a wall going each way. And, but if they're not thick enough that you can have a tapak long wall in each direction, it's not a double post. Double post of a sukkah can be a tapak long. There has to be no, either two proper walls, and then a third wall can be a tafak. But you can't have, so there's another machlokas here about sukkah, that, that um, uh, according to Rabbi Yaakov, every wall could be, could be a uh, 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 tafak long. I mean, these double post, special, these double post walls could be a tafak long. The Chum say no. The halach of sukkah is that you need at least two of the walls to be kasha walls, whatever that length is. And the third wall can be, then, then the third wall can be a tefach. But not that um, all of the walls, even if, even if they're double posts, right, which is the wall going in two directions, even if they're double posts, can be, um, uh, that's not going to be good. All right, we're going to stop.